broadcasting from the business capital of the world, this is the Podcast Business News Network. We are so excited to have Dr. Allison Plout joining us here. Yes, she's an author of Be More uh, Coach. She's also an owner of her website. It's BeMoreHappy.com. Go to the website, BeMoreHappy.com. And she's here today to talk about her empowerment uh, to men, to women out there, to help you find happiness and give you some tips and keys to success. And we welcome you to the show. How are you today? I'm great. Thank you, Jill. Thank you for that introduction. Well, thanks for being here. You are in the Netherlands, correct? Just want to confirm. Yes. You yes, work worldwide with clients everywhere. And I know the big for you is what does it mean to be happy, right? What does it mean for you to be more? Could you explain that? And congratulations on the success of your book. Absolutely. Absolutely. The thing is, everyone is always looking for more and more, whether it's more happiness, more love, more success, more inner peace, more better ways to reduce stress. Even if someone has a very high level of happiness or success, they will never feel fulfilled with staying the same. We're all looking for more all the time. So I chose the title Be More for that reason. But where does happiness come from? Happiness doesn't come from outside accomplishments or things. Those things or accomplishments may make us temporarily happy. We feel a sense of satisfaction or fulfillment, but they don't lead to lasting happiness. Lasting happiness comes from the inside. And so that's something that I'm very passionate about sharing with others because anyone at any stage of their career, at any point in their life, can find lasting happiness inside. Wow. Well, we're excited to have you here. And if you don't mind starting with a little bit more of your background, what brought you here? Tell us where you grew up and how you you know, decided to become a coach and to become an author like this. Yes, I grew up in a very unusual town in southeast Iowa. It's called Fairfield, Iowa. The community was formed around Maharshi International University by people of my parents' generation, my parents and their peers, who wanted to create world peace or a better world. They were inspired by the teaching of Maharshi Mahesh Yogi for transcendental meditation. And in it was basically a positive outlet to the hippie movement as a way to create something better. So I grew up in this community where people were talking about creating a better world, creating peace, creating harmony, creating inner happiness. So from a young age, I was exposed to these ideas. And it wasn't until I was maybe a teenager, 14, 15 years old, that I started looking at it critically. And I thought, no matter what you accomplish, just what I told you, no matter what you accomplish, it's not going to lead to lasting happiness. You could be the best physicist in the world. You could be a world-class astrologer, astronomer, doctor, lawyer, whatever but it's not going to lead to permanent happiness. Where can I find the permanent happiness and why can't I have that first? And so I actually was fortunate to be trained directly by Maharshi Mahesh Yogi in these principles of how to practically apply ancient Vedic knowledge to a modern person's life, searching for happiness, searching for success, searching for peace. And so it was from that age, I studied deeply the Vedic science and technology, which has practical formulas, practical technologies to allow any person to experience the settled state of their mind, which is a state of deep quietness, deep peace. You could say it's like the bottom of the ocean instead of the choppy waves on the surface. You can experience the silence at the depth of the ocean. And that, because our minds and bodies are intimately connected, 
allows the body to throw off stress and feel more regenerated, healthier, and better as well. Wow. Thank you for sharing that. Amazing. And let's just remind everyone of the website one more time and all forms of contact for you. Yes, it's bemorehappy.com and you can find me on Instagram at bemorehappy.book. And what was the transition to the Netherlands, if you don't mind me asking, since you yes, grew up in that, Iowa? I'm curious. <laughs> yes, yes. I grew up in Iowa. I went to a Maharshi school and then I later moved to North Carolina and went to school for there for seven years. I finished high school there, got my bachelor's and master's degree. And just as I was finishing my master's degree in Vedic science, uh, my family went to the Netherlands for a few weeks for the summer just to visit. It was Maharshi's International Administ it still is Maharshi's International Administrative Headquarters of Transcendental Meditation and Related Programs. And we were invited to stay directly by Maharshi. And so I had a year of studying directly with Maharshi and learning through direct experience how to apply Vedic principles to improve individuals, businesses, and society. Wow, 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 what a life. <laughs> Amazing story. <laughs> we all have our own unique journey. And you know what? Let me just ask you, how do you feel about the pandemic and COVID? What happened to people? Because a lot of people were not feeling happy. We lost no. a lot, a lot of loss, a lot of loss of life, loss of job, loss of um, stability. It was such a hard time. And I feel like still today, we are coming out of it, but people are more anxious and more stressed than ever. Absolutely. Absolutely. Why not? When you think you have, everyone feels they have a certain sense of control over their lives. They have a stable job and they have their house and they have their mortgage. Whatever their sense of control is, everyone feels, okay, I've got this. I'm set. And the pandemic basically threw that up in the air for everyone. There was some lack of stability, the inability to connect with others socially. It was a tremendously challenging time for the entire world, and we're, we're still reeling from the consequences of that economically and maybe for a long time, and socially as well. Many people feel they have lasting social scars from that time. I, 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 what can I say about that? It was extremely difficult. There's no way around that. I can't say, oh, you should just be happy and it'll all be fine because that's mood making. It's not going to make anyone happy. Our real inner feelings are real. We can't say if you're feeling miserable, if you're feeling isolated, you should just be happy and you will be. That will make you probably more miserable, honestly. But what I see is that when someone is given a technique to find inner peace, to find inner happiness, it won't necessarily change the outer circumstances. They could still be really challenging. All of us do go through very challenging times in our lives, but what it gives you is a reservoir of stability, of strength, of inner peace to better weather those challenging times and to find new creative solutions to make it just a little bit easier or better for you and your family. Gotcha. And that when I talk about that, I mean, of course, specifically transcendental meditation, but there's additional techniques and technologies I talk about in the book that allow you to, to better manage stressful situations and also physically release stress from your body. Because you can't say, oh, just feel happier and you will be happier. Stress is a physical reality. It affects our health. It affects our well-being every day. But if you have a way to take that out, then everything becomes just that much easier. Got it. Wow. Well, thank you for being here, for joining us. And we're going to talk more today about enlightenment. And I know your desire for enlightenment and finding permanent happiness. You say it's a really straight path. And there have been countless times when your goals, you said, seemed, you know, far away yourself. So you've been here, right? You've walked Absolutely. the walk. Um, and there's struggles in your life that led you here. Do you want to share some of that? And then let's talk about enlightenment and what, uh, you know, the focus for today is to help our listeners. 
Absolutely. Well, when I shared my own goals, when I started out at 14 years old or whatever, I was looking basically for enlightenment. Enlightenment, as the word sounds, it sounds big, it sounds lofty. Maybe you've heard it in terms of enlightened thinkers of the past. It has the word light in it. It has the idea that whatever is dark and darkness and suffering in the world can be relieved first inside and then for everyone around us. I don't see enlightenment as something that one person can have in isolation. It affects everyone around them and the whole society. And so I had these very idealistic goals about what I wanted for myself in my life. And those haven't happened at all the way I thought they would. But what I've realized is that we can all create day by day more good, more light in our own lives and in those around us. Wonderful. And let's start the process. What did you want to share Absolutely. with your listeners today about enlightenment and how we can get Absolutely. there and the work you're doing? <laughs> well, we're, we're, we're very much talking about business. So yeah. by extension, enlightenment sounds very far off. But I would say enlightenment is simply the best version of yourself. And that's something anyone can relate to. Think of the best moment of your life when you're thinking seems so clear when you felt full of happiness your heart was maybe full of not your physical heart but your heart was full of love you felt so much in the zone or in the flow that's a glimpse of enlightenment that's a glimpse of not something that we can only have when we're really lucky in a single moment but all the time throughout our lives and the more we can tap into our own inner strength our own inner potential the more we can live that. And it's not some woo-woo, oh, you have to reach enlightenment. What is that, this vague goal? It's actually been measured in terms of neuroscience in the functioning of our brain physiology. And those peak experiences that people have in athletics, in music, in business, show optimized brain coherence, that more and more of the total brain is being used. And similar results are shown when someone practices transcendental meditation they the whole brain is functioning in coherence all the different lobes and parts of the brain so that's to say that when we think of enlightenment we're not thinking of something far away we're not thinking of some spiritual you have to believe in it it just means the best version of ourselves to make everything in life better and you mentioned how do, do i say is it transcendental meditation transcendental meditation can, can, you, tell yeah, me, can you break that down for me tell me what that is specifically and how that works thank you maybe yes, some other listeners are curious too <laughs> thanks absolutely i should have i should have written that to you what it is is it's a practice taught by maharshi maheshogi it's a form of meditation that is completely effortless you don't concentrate or contemplate in most forms of meditation either you focus on one thing your breath one word and that's a form of concentration or you contemplate something, so you think from one thing to the next to the next. It's like your mind is flowing through thoughts. With transcendental meditation, simply what you do is you have a technique and a mantra, and it uses the nature of your mind, everyone's mind, to go towards greater charm and greater happiness. You may have heard people talk about the fact that our minds are always looking for more happiness. I'll give you a simple example. While you and I are talking, if your favorite song came on, your mind would go there. Even if you totally. thought what I was saying was interesting, you yeah. would be on the song. I'd be distracted, yes, <laughs> Exactly, yes. because our minds naturally go towards greater happiness. Rather than fighting that or trying to control that, we use that nature of our minds to find, to experience the source of happiness within the settled state of our own mind. Mm -hmm. That same field of peace is also a field of happiness. They're, they're built into the nature of who we all are. So, so you have to you have to learn transcendental meditation from a certified teacher. Unfortunately, I can't teach it on the radio today, or I would. But I can I can say that it's a powerful tool used by millions of people around the world 
from all walks of life, all races, religions, and socioeconomic backgrounds to tap into their own reservoir of their own highest potential, who they can be, and specifically to release stress for better health. Many people who practice just practice for better sleep or because the American Heart Association recommends it for high blood pressure, but they get all these other benefits as well. Got it. Wow. Well, let's do this. we got to take a quick commercial break before we continue, and this might be the perfect time. Uh, tell us how we can reach you and uh, give us all your contact information, and then we'll take that break. Fantastic. I, the best way to reach me is on the website, bemorehappy.com. There's a contact form. There's information on coaching and courses. You can reach out to us there or on Instagram at bemorehappy.book. Perfect. You can also follow my private Instagram at Allison Plout. Awesome. Thank you so much. All right, guys, stay tuned, everyone. We'll be right back with more uh, with Dr. Allison Plout. Stay tuned, everyone. If you have unfiled taxes or are in debt to the IRS, this is important news. The IRS just rolled out a new program to help struggling taxpayers more easily resolve their tax problems. It's called the Taxpayer Relief Initiative, and it opens up powerful new options for people looking to get back on the right track with the IRS. And no one knows this program like the professionals at Optima Tax Relief, America's most trusted tax resolution company. They've resolved over $1 billion in tax debt for their clients and have the expertise and experience to help you. One easy call to Optima can start the process helping to put an end to your worries of wage garnishment, asset seizure, and other aggressive IRS actions. Make today the beginning of your fresh start with the IRS. Call the experts at Optima Tax Relief now for your free confidential consultation. Call 800-386-9945. 800-386-9945. 800-386-9945. Optima Tax Relief. Some restrictions apply. For complete details, please visit OptimaTaxRelief.com. Do you have a loved one that's passed that you're trying to get in contact with? I may be able to help with that. My name is Michael Hogan. I'm a psychic medium and I'm here to help. I do oracle card readings for people who want to see where their life path is going. I do Reiki and energy healing. I give guided meditations, both group and private. You can contact me at my website, www.themediumatlarge.com. Are you looking for even more of the podcasts and hosts that you love? The Podcast Business News Network is proud to announce that you now have even more ways to listen live. Check out the MyTuner Radio, Online Radio Box, and Simple Radio apps on iOS and Android, or find us online. Search for Business News Network on MyTuner-Radio.com, or search Podcast Business News Network on Streama.com and OnlineRadioBox.com slash US. Take your podcasts on the go and don't miss a minute of the action. Welcome to Philo, where you can get more than 60 channels for $25 in DVR for days. We've got hip-hop for lovers, renovations for brothers, pups for preschoolers, and hugs for hallmarkies. Start your free trial and find out more at philo.tv. Attracting new customers has been tricky. So we claimed our free business profile on Google. Yeah, now we can accept bookings, list our products, even post updates. Our free business profile helps us stand out and connect with customers on Google. Broadcasting from the business capital of the world, this is the Podcast Business News Network. Welcome back to the show. Dr. Allison Plout here joining us. Excited to have her here. And again, she's an author as well. She's helping so many people with her desire for enlightenment to help you feel happier. It's called BeMoreHappy.com. That's the website. You can reach her there. And we're talking today about the journey that she could walk you through uh, to help with that. Welcome back. 
So what else did you have in mind? So we talked about the meditation process and, you know, when someone starts to work with you, could you share how, how it works? You know, what is the commitment like? What is the accountability like? Absolutely. It, it really varies. It's personalized to each person. Some people, everyone needs something different. Someone will want weekly check-ins or even daily check-ins, whereas other people prefer, you know, one session and they feel like, okay, I've got what I need. I can keep going from here. So I do, I work with people in different ways, although most of them are long-term clients that we continue to keep in contact on a regular basis. The idea is, and this is what I share in the book, in the course, and in the coaching, is that transcendental meditation is the basis to accelerate change. But whether someone learns that technique or not, there's ways we can look at and situations in life to consider from a different perspective. Just to give you an example, when we're feeling anxious, worried, afraid, it's a physiological response. Our heart is racing, maybe our palms are sweating. We feel the anxiety in our bodies. If we're able to put our attention at that moment on our physiology and to just have our awareness there quietly, you'll find that suddenly your heart is not racing as much. Maybe not right away, but after a few minutes, your heart is racing less, you're feeling more calm. That's because of this principle that wherever consciousness, which is our attention, our awareness goes, that grows. When we put our attention, our consciousness on our physiology, it even, even just that starts to release stress, starts to create calm, starts to create peace. I think one of the greatest powers in the world that we frequently underestimate is the power of our own attention, our own awareness in creating more good. So that's something that I would love for everyone who listens to this podcast today to be able to take away from it that they can practice. Since I was teasing Transcendental Meditation saying, well, I can't teach it. That's something, a simple practice you can do right now at home or when this podcast finishes before even learning Transcendental Meditation. And then what I do is I incorporate the most important lessons I've learned in my life because it's been it's been 30 years now that I've been looking for enlightenment of experiencing I've had the opportunity to study directly from Maharshi Mahesh Yogi but what I've realized is that the same truth can be spoken in many words while the knowledge I gained was from Maharshi if you look at what Lao Tse says or what Rumi says or what Tagore says they're all echoing these same essences of truth that seem so simple but are so immediately practical to life. And so I give people action steps at the end of every chapter of the book. And if we're doing personal coaching for every week or in the course, we also do weekly action steps so that these ideas I share, for example, that you sometimes you just have to let go, no matter how hard you're trying to succeed, to accomplish, to do something. Sometimes the best path is to let go and to let God, nature, the universe, whatever you want to call it, organize and see what happens from there. And then we talk about exercises of how you can do this, how you can apply this to your life. Another thing I talk about is happiness, since we've been a lot on the subject of happiness, and how happiness is really the basis of success. Happiness draws more happiness towards it. That was one of the principles Maharshi shared, Maharshi Maharshi Yogi shared, is that happiness radiates like a flower and draws all good things towards it. But how do you balance that with this idea of toxic positivity where people are told you should just be happy when they're genuinely suffering. You can't tell someone who's suffering that you just have to be happy, it's cruel. But you can give them a way that they experience even 1% more happiness every day. And experiencing 1% more happiness every day 
it's like life breathes a sigh of relief. You can start to have some hope, some light at the end of the tunnel. And back to this theme of enlightenment, it has that word light. Light, bringing good. It's the idea of bringing so much good to our lives from every perspective. So maybe, Jill, maybe I'm talking too much. I just no, want to... No, <laughs> this is great. This is the people are getting to know you and the work you're doing. It's important. Please continue. We're good. we got six minutes left. Go ahead. Go okay. Ahead. So, so that th those are the, the main ideas of what I cover. I talk about the themes of, of love because I think it's something so important. Even if you're looking for business success, so much of our inner happiness, so much of our inner peace comes down to love and forming meaningful relationships. And people look for and hope for, oh, when, is, you know, when am I going to attract love? When am I going to find someone? When in reality, love starts from within as well. So just like happiness comes from within, love comes within. And how can we cultivate, how can we bring out more love in ourselves to then attract more love into our lives? So that's one of the main themes, success, finding success and learning when to let go and when to plow ahead. I also talk a lot about, well, I have a whole chapter in the book and it was something that's obviously a favorite subject of many people about women's empowerment. But something I talk about is that women's empowerment isn't actually a new idea. If you look at every ancient tradition in the world, their highest form of goddess or mother, or their highest form of you know, the supreme or mother was usually some form of mother earth, the divine in the form of mother earth. And it was mother earth, not father earth. So I talk about also how when we empower women, when we give greater opportunities to women, when we elevate the voices of women, we're improving the whole society. We're making life better for men. We're making life better for everyone who identifies in any way. Because that ability to lift up society as a whole makes us all better. There's that saying, it's a saying Maharshi said that's now become mainstream, which is the whole is greater than the sum of its parts. If we're only using and lifting up half of our society, we're missing out significantly. So I talk about ways for women to find more confidence, more belief in themselves in order to achieve their goals as well. Aw, thank you for sharing that. Wow. Okay, there's so much to you. So if, you know, someone's listening today inspired, um, you know, what do we say to them? You know, it's, could you share like an example of someone you've helped or a few people? Give us some examples of the people that come to you. What are they experiencing? What are they struggling with that you have now helped them find peace and happiness with? Yes. For example, there was an artist. She was a very talented artist, but she's young in her 20s. And she was struggling with the ideas of if she deserved love, if she deserved success, even though she'd already started having quite a bit of success for her artwork, she, she felt she didn't deserve it. And one of the things she expressed also was that even though she is a woman, she felt like she had to hide that to be successful, that she needed to look more masculine and act more you know, aggressive or whatever. And she said that after we'd been working together for a while, that she realized that her femininity was actually her power, that the success she was having, she should own and deserve. And that tapping into her own inner happiness, her own love, she felt so much more fulfilled in herself that she started to find ways to bring fulfillment to others around her and that the people around her were also reacting in a way that she, that she felt they were bringing more love and kindness to her. So it wasn't an overnight flash, but it was these gradual shifts of many aspects of life. Wow, beautiful.
Beautiful. Wow, wow, wow. And so many people can really benefit from this. We only have two minutes left of the show. So how do we want to kind of sum it up for today, Dr. Allison? I mean, again, thank you for being here and for enlightening uh, so many of us. Uh, how did you, did you want to leave off with your listeners? Yes. I would say my message to all everyone is that there's so much more to life than whatever you think is possible. That if you have big dreams that seem too big, imagine even bigger and then take the steps to start experiencing that inner potential within yourself so that you can achieve those dreams. There's nothing too big to achieve, and we have the latent power within each of us to do it. Thank you so much. So if we want to reach out, do you offer like a free initial like consultation with someone? Sure. Why not? That sounds like a great idea. Oh, okay. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought you did. That's why. Maybe I'm sorry. Maybe I misread it. Um, yeah. Uh, but yeah, some people want to know, can we just call to see if I'm a good fit or how it works? Or is Absolutely. there an initial charge for the first session for the first? There, there is a contact page on the website specifically for the coaching. They can reach out there and I will be in contact with them directly. And then we can go from there. Perfect. And there could certainly be some sort of free initial consultation or a sample what we can maybe offer them as well is a sample lesson of the course so they can get a flavor of how I interact with the course participants Perfect. which is very similar to the Sounds coaching structure like plan. Um, also we'll talk more about your book as well next time bemorehappy.com reach out and uh, thank you again for today looking forward to the next conversation thank you Dr. Allison bemorehappy.com we'll talk soon <laughs> Broadcasting from the business capital of the world, this is the Podcast Business News Network. When I was little, I didn't talk for a long time. I liked things to always be the same. Anything new or different would scare and upset me. I was very sensitive to lights and sounds. It was almost like I had bigger eyes and ears than everyone else. So I built secret hiding places where nothing could get in. I didn't like looking people in the eye. It made me feel uncomfortable. I'd throw big tantrums over little things like when my socks didn't match. Sometimes I'd do the same things over and over until one day I found out I had autism. My family got me help. Slowly, I learned how to live with it better. You can see signs of autism in children as young as 18 months. Early intervention can make a lifetime of difference. Learn the signs at AutismSpeaks.org slash signs. Brought to you by Autism Speaks and the Ad Council.